Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is the big episode 50. I don't know if you guys remember that, but this is 5-0. That, what does that mean? Not that much, because it's not the year anniversary. We've only done 50 episodes. We'll only, it's a, kind of a lot. Um, but 5 we're still 5-0 presented by good. Parse Rum, though. We're still presented by Parse Rum. This is, I can't remember when we started being presented by Parse Rum. It's not our 50th episode with them, but... I just I I started laughing at that energy to start because I was not expecting it, Ian, and I'm I'm a big big fan of it. I'm going to be honest. I turn it on when the lights come on. The uh, that's true. This episode fifty is actually pretty unfortunate because I've lied to the people so many times now. Like last episode, I was like, "Oh, it's going to be our last episode from and and then we're going to go to Arizona and then we'll be guess who's not in Arizona? Me. I'm not in Arizona because." It snowed in Texas. It's a fucking blizzard in Texas. Dakota, a blizzard, he says. You can't Dakota, do honestly, anything. A listen, blizzard. Listen, I came on here prepared to murder him for for posting that it's a blizzard. But, my comment. <coughs> sorry, but Dakota, you were like burping and coughing. Like, are you okay? I choked on my water. Is that all right? That happens. Okay. I'm defending you. I'm switching my stance. I'm going to defend you. Oh, because, my God. Because I know the people from Chicago will murder you if they can see the snow that you've had and you to call it a blizzard. But I'm defending you because you admitted that. You said that you know it's nothing, but the people down there in Texas have never seen snow. So they get two inches and they're like, oh, my God, what do we do? And also, they don't have snow plows. They don't have salt trucks. Like, it's literally just there's the snow drive over it like if they did that wait here till, in Michigan, wait till it be, goes away bodies i'm not kidding there's so, no salt trucks don't exist salt trucks don't exist snow plows don't exist the people that do have a, a substance to uh deflect the snow it's sand they just put sand places and hope that like the grittiness of the sand helps with this there's no help like they're sending out messages saying like don't leave your house don't get in your car. It, it, you're on your own if you're out there because the EMTs aren't getting to you if you if you get in a crash. They're doing rolling aren't they blackouts. Turning off power? Yeah, they're doing yeah. rolling blackouts around the city. The apartment hasn't had uh, heat since like yesterday evening. They turned the heat off to the whole apartment complex. I think. It, I have got. I don't know if you see this. I got multiple jackets on. It's like 50 degrees in here. I got multiple jackets. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's, it's like insane. A- it's insane because in Michigan, like it snowed today and it was a light day today, like nothing crazy. And I bet we have a good two feet more snow than Texas does. Like oh, plenty you, more snow. If you get whatever you guys got in Texas at home, we're not even having a, a delay. Oh my God. School. It's like, oh, like, oh, it's the first snowfall of winter. Like it snowed a little bit last night. Like that's all it is. Yeah, we'll, see, that- we'll see you at 750 when the first bell rings. Mm-hmm. I think there was three to four inches of snow yesterday. The city shut down. There in Chicago, I looked at the weather in Chicago this morning. It was like zero or three degrees. Feels like negative fifteen. Planes were going out no problem. I don't think the airports have de-icer. I think they like had like a truck of de-icer. They ran out like last week. So now there's no such thing as getting a plane out. The runways are covered in snow. I had a flight on Monday to go to Arizona. It's a disaster. Well- you don't want people to know that. No. Uh, Ian, I will. So I'm looking for ways to make money now, you know. So if you need me to drive down there, you can, we can throw a 
fucking what do you call a little shovel thing on the front of my truck i don't know a plow and i'll wow. plow the runway for you i'll plow you out of your apartment whatever you need man i you know i think you can make a pretty substantial living this week just going and plowing people's driveways people can't get out from their driveways and here's what's going to also happen i got zach sitting in the bed of my truck dropping salt behind us yep. it's a two-man job and we're going to make bank on it if you because we know do, what to do when there's snow yeah, yeah, if you could just bring year. a couple bags of salt down from Michigan, I think people would pay. That's like toilet paper during quarantine. Like people will pay infinite <laughs> amounts of money for salt down here. It's insane to me. Like you have meteorologists. Like it's not like, uh-oh, like the snow just came out of nowhere. How did it get here? It's like you had to have known for at least a week that snow was coming. Honestly, I didn't really believe it, that it was going to be this. I was like, oh, like maybe we'll get it dusting. Like it's not going to be this bad. People yesterday were in the grocery store like – there's no eggs in the grocery store. Like people were preparing, like they weren't gonna be able to leave their house, which they can't leave their houses. So I can't fault. Now I'm like, I'm the idiot for not buying eggs, but people are like clearing out the grocery stores the last couple of days. Now I feel stupid. That's just insane. All right, everyone. So Ian's had some te technical difficulties. I'm already stuttering as the host. I'm falling Coda's apart. Got difficulties too. <laughs> I'm falling apart, <clears throat> but Ian has had some technical difficulties with the snow. This is not a joke. So me and Zach will be finishing it off from here. Which, which is what everybody's here for anyway. That's the thing. The best part is, is everyone's probably like, hell yeah. Like, thank God Ian's off. Right. Now we can actually get right. into an episode we enjoy. Um, we can um, talk about Arietta, Zach, who is back yeah. with the Cubs. It would help to have Ian on that because I think he's boys with Arietta, but we'll get his thoughts at a later date. But you can tell a lot of people are happy, you know, from dumps, retweets, and mentions. Um, he also has a lot of receipts, though. I mean, you, you can't go on Twitter in an hour span without seeing a tweet from Dom about Arietta being back and how excited he is. I think that is pretty cool, though. I actually saw something today, like David Ross caught one of his no-hitters. That's so sick. Like, that's so dope. I mean, he's. I feel like anytime anyone comes back from, like, a World Series team in such a prominent role in the World Series team, it's a pretty big deal. Like, Jake oh, yeah. Arietta was – the ace of that staff. I mean, it was a staff that had three or four aces, but he had like the biggest impact, I feel like. And watching some of his highlights from like the last few years, his ball moves like a wiffle ball. Sorry. I'm sorry. We got, we have a, a, a question was just texted to us from Ian. It's a friend of the pod question. And it is, is there a pitcher in baseball with a better body than Jake Arrieta? I would not know. And I'm going to be honest, I, I would say yes, and I don't think I've done too much research into the topic. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not a very uh, knowledgeable source there, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't dive in on that. Um, but from what I've heard, I don't think many people can, can compete with that. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would say we would agree with that assessment. Right, and with all the pliability, he's. Uh, I know he's big into yoga. What's the other thing that they do? It's similar to yoga. What is it called? Stretching. It's called no, stretching. No, no, no. It's like a Pilates. Pilates. Correct. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I'm sure that that helps. Um, you won't see me doing that though. But I actually have been doing yoga once a week in the off season. Oops. Really. Sorry about it. I've actually been trying to meditate because you know how my, my mind works. So uh, it's been pretty your interesting. Your mind doesn't work. That's, that's why you need to meditate because your mind literally doesn't work. That's not true. 
it works on things that I want it to work on. You have admitted that it's not the best. It's not, but if I'm paying attention to something, which is rare, it pays attention. Uh, yeah, sure. We can go with that. Um, how are you? Um, pull yourself together out here. Come on. What do you got? What's your question? Come on. There's that mind working. Slowly but surely, the monkey with the symbols are clapping together. Oh, man. This is tough. It's tough. You guys, you guys are a dumpster fire, just like the Houston Texans. Hey, we got through the Arietta part, okay? Turn your mic back off. How do you guys feel that the Texans are unloading everybody? The Astros lost Brantley and Springer and Cole. No, Brantley resigned. Damn it, Brantley resigned. They lost Springer and Cole. Anybody else? We 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 got it. We got it, Ian. We got it. We'll bring up. The, we got to turn it into football. Come on, yeah. I'm back. I'm back in. I'm back in. And who? What's the other Houston team? The Rockets lost uh, Westbrook and Harden, and maybe somebody else. Chris Paul still there? Chris Paul is now with the Suns after playing with the Thunder last year. <laughs> so, see, look, the Houston tough sports city right now. I mean, I can't believe that they just released JJ Watt. I I saw a tweet from Big Cat that I actually couldn't agree with more. He said, don't let the media fool you into saying this is a classy move when you could have literally just given him a list of teams and said, pick what team you want to go to. We'll trade you there for a fifth round pick. Literally like, anything. You could have done anything else. You didn't have to. No. You could have just offered him to every team that he wanted to go to and be like, okay, we'll take back a fifth round pick and a backup corner. I understand a quarterback is a way different position as well. But when your quarterback wants it and all hell breaks loose, but then J.J. Watt says, I want out, and they release you on the spot. It's kind of like – It's weird. It was a really weird, weird situation. And the thing is, well, it's also – I get the difference because J.J. Watt is probably past his prime. He's still an elite defender. Right. No, I, I, totally, end, listen, I totally get it. Right, right. I get it. But it's just a weird situation. It's like literally the dumpster fire – like that, the the meme of the dog sitting there with the fire around him saying, "This is fine. Everything's fine. It's all okay. Everything everything is fine." Is I get the, them. Go ahead. Is there is there contract differences? Like, do they lose anything by just releasing JJ Watt? Because I don't. It's very different from baseball because their money's not guaranteed. So I don't understand it. I'm not sure. I honestly don't know the inner workings of it, but yeah. there's got to be something with the money side of it that had to play some sort of a factor. Like, there's no way that – like, if the Texans are still paying him, then I really don't understand it. So, there's no way they're still paying him. Is there any chance he could be a bear? Uh, like, wasn't I, he I in was, Chicago? No, I was listening his to Pardon My Take. from Chicago or his wife or whatever. Yeah, I was listening to Pardon My today. And they said, like, the Packers, because he's from Wisconsin, grew up a Packers fan. I saw the Bears because his girlfriend plays – what does she play? Soccer? soccer in Chicago. Yeah, she plays soccer in Chicago. And then, obviously, the Steelers, because his two brothers are on that team. But the Steelers literally have negative $100 million in cap room. So, they'd have to be like, hey, Big Ben, you're playing for free this year. Um, everyone else, hey, you got to take a pay cut. 
Like there's, I don't know how that could work without them clearing out a lot of money, but I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see where he goes. Maybe, maybe the lions make a move for him. I don't know. Hey, Jared Goff, I heard leading him into the future. You know, I'm kind of off of the whole, uh, Deshaun, anybody like I have seen so many tweets, like honestly, my Twitter like knows what I want to think sometimes because like some days I'm like, Ooh, I want to see some Deshaun Watson news to the jets. And it'll be just like, I heard a source saying that he's really wants to go there. And then like one day, the next day it'll be like, it is false. He does not want to go to New York. And I'm just like this. I'm so over. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I just hope for my own Twitter and notification sake that he does not go to the bears. I think that at this point, the way, Offices sounded for Houston. It would take, I mean, they got the Lions traded yep. Stafford for what two firsts and golf. Like for Deshaun Watson, like if they're saying they're not going to trade him, it might take like four first round picks. I saw they wanted like three first round picks, a starting defensive player, and like a quarter or something. They wanted Some, yeah, so much young, that it was yeah, like, like young defensive starters. Mm hmm. Like, you're going all in if you're a team and you try to trade for him. You're saying, right. this is our guy, and he's going to win us a Super Bowl. Right. Like, if it's Jets trade it. for him, it's going to be, hey, here's Sammy D. Stinks. Here's – couldn't even name you a defensive starter. Probably Marcus May is the only good one they got. No, they're gonna, no, no chance. They're going to resign him. I know. He's their best player. Yeah. And then here's our next five first-round picks. Do you guys want to change our podcast to a football podcast? I know a lot more about football than I do baseball, honestly. So yeah, there's no me, there's no baseball news. Yeah, in in the coming weeks, we'll have more baseball information. We we did Kipnis did sign today with the with the Braves. Kipnis that did sign. I I texted him and said congrats, and that I'm going to miss him a lot. Uh, I have my video off. I'm trying to use the Wi-Fi as little as possible. I don't know if you can comprehend how cold it is in this apartment right now. I have two jackets on. Okay. My, I, I, it's for reason. The cold's coming in through the windows. The heat's off in the building. We yeah, it's got pretty, it's, it's pretty cold in Florida right now, too. It's really weird. There's, you, know, you know, the best part, though, Ian, once you go to sleep, you're going to sleep like a baby. Like yep. sleeping in the cold, there is nothing better. Nothing. You're going to wake up, it's going to be 45 degrees in the apartment. I don't, I don't know. Oh, what, you'll, you'll wake up, you'll have a sore throat. There'll be a little bit of mucus coming out of your nose. That's what maybe a little COVID, a little COVID scare because you don't, you know. But, hey, mm -hmm. it's just the cold there. The cold mm -hmm. there, you'll be all right. It is one thing that we took for granted just with our roommate situation, how we love the cold there. Mm -hmm. we, knew, we knew what we wanted. Me and, Got it done. Me and Zach still send each other Snapchats of the first time we go into a hotel room that we're staying at and how the first thing we do is we walk over the thermostat and see how low it can go, and we turn it down to as low as it goes. Yep. And for all you people out there who know what Snapchat streaks are, Dakota and I are such good friends. We've had a streak going since Instructs in 2016. <laughs> How many days is that? I'm going to get the exact number. It's something. It's like 14. Ask the research team. Get the research team on Research team's on it, and they say it's 1421. 1,421 days in a row we've sent each other a Snapchat. 99% so of those is a black screen slash just our face in the morning that we snap to each other, and then – that's it. We got it. We've communicated for over fourteen hundred days in a row. And is that is that your longest streak you both have? No, I have a few other ones that are pretty. Long. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about not being Zach's longest. It's, that's messed up. I have one close up. at fourteen hundred on the dot, but 
That's, those are my only that's two. A, that's a big milestone. Yeah, you know, it's a big day. Ian, okay. Ian strikes me as an anti-street guy. Like, I could see oh. his girlfriend being like, why did you ruin our streak? And Ian's like, because I don't give a shit about our fucking snap streak and just refuse snap back. Or I can just see him using a like Snapchat. What is this? <laughs> I think I've snapped him like twice in my life. Yep. And both times the responses are like the text back responses. Like yep. it's never a picture back. No. I don't use Snapchat. I don't. We just want to check in on how you're doing, man. We just That's want all. To be close with you, you know. Honestly, I you have care. a Snapchat. I just don't I'm not good at using it. Um <laughs> I'm just really hoping that the next time that we record I'll actually be in Arizona. That would be great for me. Too bad you won't be staying at the compound though. That's kind of sad, no? Oh, yeah, we should talk about that. Uh, I made the executive decision that after years of staying in the compound without the rest of our roommates, it just wouldn't be the same. So I got a different place, a little bit closer to the field, a little bit closer to uh, to work because we can't really do anything else this year. So I said, you know what, make just makes sense. Let's not go back there. And I told, I texted you guys today and I said, you know what, it just wouldn't be the same. And that, that meant a lot, you know, I – was not expecting that response, but I like that you said closer to work, <laughs> closer to my job. Do you, you get a little teary eyed when I sent that? Get a little emotional? I mean, you make a good point because when you leave at 5 a.m. to go to the field, that's tough every morning because you got a 45 minute drive. It's a grind, and it's you know it's worth it when everybody's there and like, but like especially because usually I used to sit there by myself, and then after experiencing it with everybody there. And like how fun it can be, I think I'd go back and just be like, well, it's just me here now by myself. We, all, we also said, we said it before, whoever goes back there and stays again, I mean, you, your expectations are so high. <laughs> There's, the shoes are so big to fill, but it's impossible. Dakota did I mean, say today that he really missed the tennis. He really missed the, the competition. I thought of it the other day. I forget what, I was like driving or something. I just thought of it. I was like, man. That was so fun, actually. Like, we kind of – I don't want to say got sick of it, but, like, after th- two, three months of playing tennis every day, we were kind of like, all right, I don't it really also, need to It also got 120 anymore. degrees at sunrise. Yeah. But I do good. miss that because we talked about how much me and Ian actually would hate Zach and Nico when we play him. Like, I'm not saying, like, just competitive hate. Like, I wouldn't talk to him for a little bit after that out of just anger. Because if we lost, I'm so pissed off. That's that just awesome. the competitiveness inside of us. Right. That was I, great. I would get we, nobody really else frustrated. was getting that. I would get really frustrated and I would have to like take some time to myself. I would like go <laughs> to the guest house. You would. Like wouldn't You'd see you guys for two hours. House. You'd go into the guest house and like shower. I don't know what else you did. Probably just hang out back there. And we wouldn't see you again until dinner. We would get done playing at like four. And we would but be in there like would, cooking and it's like 6.30 and we're like, where is Ian at? He would come back in golf clothes, ready to go golf though. And we're yeah. like, all right, guess we're going to golf. <laughs> yeah, I just need some time to down cool a down. <laughs> Fucking tennis. That was obviously my so favorite part. Up. As soon as it hit five, five o'clock and we look out our window to see if anybody was coming up whole, whatever it was. We're like, all right, let's get dressed. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Zach also was like, like addicted to golf like you were addicted you went by yourself numerous times where you would just go play the 16th right out front or 15th whatever it was and you'd play it by yourself like five times and i was like what is wrong i was figuring it out i was i had an epiphany i was like i kind of understand what my body is doing during this swing and hey 
Sue me. I wanted to you get guys, better. Did you guys watch any of the golf at Pebble? I watched yes. every single shot televised yesterday. Yeah, so did I. It was uh, – I watched it yesterday too. There was nothing to do here because we were snowed in. And uh, snowed in by an inch of snow. And <laughs> that shot that Berger hit on 18, the 250-yard three-wood that stopped on a dime, I was like, all right. That, you guys that's are too what, good. That's the thing. Like, the putt obviously was sick. Like, the eagle to basically say, like, it's over. But that three-wood in – First of all, that takes some balls because you could easily just, like, throw it up there, like, into a bunker or something. And, like, if you see the leaderboard, you're like, a birdie's probably winning me this tournament. Like, if he could just throw it up there and get it close, chip it close, easy birdie putt. But he fucking piped a three-wood to within, I don't know what it was, like 15 feet. He was hitting a draw, too, with – I mean, obviously, water's not next to the green. But, like, God forbid you tow it a little bit. You're taking in there, yeah. I mean, it's it, a pretty terrifying sick. hole. Like, the entire 18th hole there is – there's just ocean left. Guys yank into the ocean all the time. It's absolutely terrifying. Who who got their also, ball – was it uh, Lashley who got their ball stuck in the tree? <laughs> no, I think it was – I can't remember who it was. It was one of the other guys. It was Lashley who had, like, the meltdown on 16, though, where he <laughs> fucking four-putted. And then he put, he put a hole in the green, and he was, like, looking to see if he should go fix it with his caddy or not. And he was just like, come on, let's go. That, yeah, was, that was that was that tough. Was, I felt bad uh, for him. Like, hey, man, I've been there. I've putted. I've four-putted before numerous times. Once around, probably. It's not fun. He started He started on – I think he yanked like an eight iron on – maybe it was 14. And he started to like – you could tell he was starting to really have some negative self-talk, like talk some shit. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, he hit kind of a tough one on that next hole chipped it up and had that like five or maybe a little bit long of a putt for par eight foot, 10 footer for par. And he blew it right by and he was gone. I mean, mentally gone. That was tough to watch. That sucks though. Like in tournaments, you know, like you're, you know, you're kind of hanging on by a thread and then you have like a bad hole on like the back, however three holes. You're just like, well, I know I'm toast. And also like the difference between second place and 11th is like, Oh, it's a lot grand, of money. 400 grand. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Thanks. Also, the GOAT, not actually the GOAT, but like I know one of Zach's favorite players, back-to-back top fives, Jordan Spieth. I was, I was going to say, I didn't know how you'd, how you'd react. I was like, just the fact that he's up, especially competing like that, is so good for the game. It's and so awesome cool. It's cool, but it's tough to see back-to-back leads going into Sunday and you just kind of don't play well at all on Sunday. Like, oh, they were I've, both really bad rounds. I've said forever, I would rather be in, like, third or second chasing, like, a two-stroke lead than having – obviously, it would be – you know what I mean. But like, No, they, they said that on the broadcast, too. They're just, like, coming in with a two-stroke lead is almost more nerve-wracking than being, like – wherever Berger was, I think he was 11 under two back. It's like, okay, yeah. well, I know I, what I have to do. Like, I have to go get birdies. If you're Spieth, you're like, do I, I go get a birdie? Do I play Am a I safe doing, shot? Right, yeah, right. like you're thinking a lot more about what you should be doing instead of just going out there and trying to score. Let me tell you, it's huge for Under Armour Golf because I think Under Armour Golf was starting to, I don't know what we should do about this. And You know what makes me sad, though, is when you got like big tournaments, like what is isn't a, what is it, the Genesis Open this weekend, Riviera? Yep. Yeah. And Tiger's, you know, he's still out. It's sad when it's a big tournament that Tiger always plays in and he's recovering from surgery and you're like, dang, he won't be there. 
I hope that uh, JT and Spieth play together this weekend because they always have like this. I was listening to a podcast and they were saying like, oh, uh, I think um, JT was like, hey, ask Jordan what his uh, toughest hole is at the Masters. And he was like, hey, what does he think about hole 12 at, at Augusta? And then um, Spieth was just like, yeah, ask him what he thinks about hole whatever at Rivera or, or whatever it's called. Rivera. Yeah, and they're going to be – I think that would be a competitive group. They just like chirp – like they're buddies, aren't yeah, they? And they're like just like chirping, chirping each chirping, other. Chirping, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're, they're good friends, so it would just be funny to see. Ian, what do you think of – like what do you think other guys on the tour think of Spieth's like ball talk? Like I feel like he's a huge – like the ball's in the air and he's yelling at it. Like every shot he hits, he's yelling at it. I don't know. Like is that I, frowned upon? Man, I think those guys are used to it. I think there's a lot of guys on tour that are a little bit chirpy with their golf ball. I know watching it on TV, like, it's just. Weird. I like Spieth. I like Spieth. I have a signed baseball from Spieth when he came to Chicago. Big Spieth fan. That's sick. Ball talk, a little bit, a lot of ball talk. A lot of ball talk. I don't talk to my ball that much. I'll just say that. I wonder if they, I wonder if anybody's ever like, hey, man, why are you talking to your ball so much? I wonder if they're ever like, hey, can you stop talking to your ball so much? Like, why are you talking to your ball so much? That's what I mean. Like, I don't think it's like a, a terrible thing at all it's just weird because you notice it so much that he does it and like you don't see it a ton with other guys but i feel like it's every shot that's not right where he wants it he's like come on get left get left come on come on get lucky get lucky like he's screaming like it's every single shot and i'm like all right man relax like you're freaking out out there i, t- I talk to myself more than my ball oh i more so just yell at myself and just right. curse at myself i think watching so much tiger growing up i just like try to do whatever he did like I we I was watching with my brother um, when Berger fell in the bunker. After that, he lifted that bunker shot out. He like yeah you know, went back. I was like, would Tiger ever do that? He would just stare the hole down and like burn. He would like use his laser eyes to burn a hole through the golf ball for not going in. <laughs> That's I will say Tiger's just different like that. Like he's out there and he's I mean he's different now. He's more talkative now. But back in his prime, like if you watch old videos, he was literally just a killer. Like, he just didn't talk to anybody. He wasn't buddies with anybody that he's playing with. Like, he doesn't care what other people he's paired with have to say because he's worried about winning, and that's it. He was just willing his way to championships. He was so – could you imagine playing with him? Like, he hits a bad shot and just doesn't – like, just either, like, spikes his club or, like, doesn't say anything. You're just like, oh, geez, what's he saying? That shot was terrible. He doesn't care. I wouldn't even – I don't know if I'd enjoy playing with him just out of so much fear I'd have, like, I'd be so nervous. Like I'm saying, if I was on the tour, like guys on the tour, I feel like you obviously you get pumped to get paired with them. But at the same time, you're like, shit, like I better bring my fucking a game. Could you imagine uh, Francisco Molinari cold topping a ball when you were playing with tiger? <laughs> and you just look at him. You're like, I swear, man, I'm usually better than this. I never do that. That's my bad, bro. I didn't, I didn't mean to cold top that one. That's what I mean. Like, shit like that, you'd be like, fuck, like, I'm so embarrassed. Now, like, I, I don't care that I did it in front of these thousands of fans. It's the fact that I did it in front of Tiger Woods. Oh, this is the one other thing I wanted to say. We're going off golf and we're finishing the episode. First of all, this episode is presented by Parse Ram. We love Parse. You have Parse. I meant, to, I meant to give a little shout-out, no free ads, even though it wasn't free, but now it's free. Butcher Box has actually got me through this uh, Austin shutdown 
because if I didn't have all that frozen meat from that box, I don't know if I'd have food because the grocery <laughs> store is closed. Everybody bought out the grocery yesterday and I was like, ah, it'll be fine. I'm literally defrosting all of the leftover butcher box meat that I have. So shout out to butcher box for keeping me alive through this, uh, this, uh, cold front here. In, it's a good in thing. Texas. You're no longer a vegetarian then. It's huge. Huge for me that I'm no longer a vegetarian. Dakota, when was the last time you planted a tree? Um, I want to say it was around Christmas time was the last time I had a bottle of Parsay because you know that every bottle of Parsay plants a tree. So I basically saved the earth for drinking Parsay. My bad. Well, because you said that, that was the last time you had a bottle of Parsay. I bet there's going to be a bottle of Parsay in the mail headed your way. I, I hope there is. I love Parsay. That's not even a- like that's not even like reading for the ad. It's just I actually love Parsay and enjoy it. The best part about Parse is that we don't actually have ads. We just talk about how much we love it. That's I true. I hope there's a box of Parse waiting at my locker when I get to spring training so that I can just hand it out like candy. That everybody can enjoy Parse. Yeah, I wish I could get some. Oh, uh, uh, screen time? Mine's going to be so high. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Thank God we didn't do it yesterday. Uh-oh, my screen time's pretty high right now. Ian, you have to have the highest screen time, though. If you don't, I'll be shocked. I got four hours, 57 minutes. Yeah! Yeah! Zach? 418. Well, you're also on the golf course. 434 right in the middle. Zach's on the golf course. Doesn't count. I don't get to golf. I'm busy indoors. Well, I threw today. I didn't hit because we're not, not allowed, but we're not allowed facility. So... You you did your hitting and or you did your throwing and lifting. No, I did my hitting too. Next oh, week, in case I want to become a two way, you never know. Correct. <laughs> Next week we'll be coming from spring training. We're gonna try to get some guests on. We're gonna bring back the guests. We're gonna get more people on. Um, we still have big news coming. I'll tell you that we still have big news coming, guys. All right, you just wait. You just wait. It's gonna be big news. At some point, you're gonna hear it. We don't know when. Ian's we don't know when. Promises about when, but you will at some point. At some point. That's episode 50, the big 5-0 of the Parse Rum podcast brought to you by Parse Rum. It's actually the compound podcast brought to you by Parse <laughs> Rum. <laughs> episode 50. See you next week. <laughs>